Hi, everyone. My name is Trika Wheeler, and I want to welcome you to the Professional DNA Podcast. I am here as your career mindset strategist and the founder and CEO of T. Wheeler Strategic Solutions, a professional development and consulting company. I am so passionate about leveraging strategy to advance in anything you do in life. It's my passion and my mission to help you strategically navigate your professional journey and help you to discover your professional DNA, your defined natural ability to succeed. I am here to help you discover your unique value and to shift those mindsets and design a strategy to help you advance in your career, make more money, and do so all while achieving work-life harmony. That's right, your career, your professional life, and your personal life coexisting and working harmoniously together. It's time for you to win, and I'm here to help you cross the finish line. Grab that notebook, grab that pen, and let's jump in. Welcome to another episode of the Professional DNA Podcast. You guys already know who it is. This is Tariqa Wheeler, your career mindset strategist. And thank you so much for joining me. I'm really excited about this conversation today because we're talking about mental health. You know, May is Mental Health Awareness Month. And I think so many times there's a lot of stigma around mental health. It's a conversation that we don't like to have. But as high achieving professionals, especially women and working parents, it's something that we need to pay a little bit more attention to. It's not just about us being physically well, but it's also about being mentally well. And so I wanted to just take some time for us to have a conversation about it today. Um, While you're listening, please be sure you've got your notebook so you can take some notes and make sure that you are really understanding the importance of maintaining your mental health and assessing kind of where you are um, when it comes to mental health. You know, a lot of times I think even just hearing the words mental health, we think it doesn't apply. A lot of times like, oh, I don't have a disorder or, I, you know, mental health, my mental health is fine. You know, I'm, I'm not dealing with things like, you know, bipolar disorder or severe anxiety. And a lot of times I think we kind of don't understand the overall definition and we start to put these labels and categories down so that we can kind of... Uh, put ourselves in a position where we're like, you know what, that doesn't, that doesn't relate to me. You know, that doesn't, that's not defining me. Um, This is not something that I'm dealing with. I'm okay. And I'm here to tell you that, you know, it's okay to not be okay. And I, I get it, you know, high performers, we're trying to, you know, do our, our very, very, very best in everything that we do. And we, a lot of times take on the weight of the world, but it is okay to recognize that everything is not okay, and then to act on that appropriately so that you can be both physically and mentally well. I really like the World Health Organization, uh, WHO. I really like their definition of mental health, and I wanted to share that with you guys because I feel like it gives a little bit of a broader definition that might help you connect with it a little bit more. So WHO says, um, and again, that's World Health Organization, they say that mental health is a state. It's a state of well-being in which an individual realizes his or her own abilities, that they can cope with the normal stresses of life, that they can work productively, 
and they are able to make a contribution to his or own his or her own community. Okay, I really, really like that broader definition of mental health because it talks about it being a state, almost like a state of mind in which you're able to do those things. You're able to realize your own abilities, right? And how you cope with the normal stresses of life. A lot of times we are thinking, you know, mental health might refer to, oh, someone's mental health after mental health and their state after a significant event has happened in their life or tragedy. And I want you to take a step back and realize that you can assess your own mental health just by how you are dealing with the day-to-day normal stressors of life. What does that look like when things get busy at work? What does it look like when the kids have a lot going on and you're feeling pulled and stretched in a lot of different ways? What does it look like when you're trying to advance in your career, but it's a little bit competitive in the current company or organization that you're in, and you're having to like really be in pressure mode and drive mode, and you are feeling a little bit heavy? How do you deal with that, right? Those are normal stressors of of life. What does that look like for you? So I I really like their their definition for sure. you know, other ways that you can think about mental health, it does refer to like the cognitive and behavioral and emotional well-being, right? Like your overall mental well-being. And it really is all about how you think, how you feel, your behaviors that you exhibit around people, right? How how you actually behave. Um, it, it, but it does not necessarily mean that you have an absence or that you have a disorder. You could have some challenges with your mental health and not necessarily have a disorder, or you could absolutely have a disorder and the things that you're experiencing are the indicators and signs for you that, you know, you need to do something different. You need to look at um, perhaps getting some support therapy. Um, I know that a lot of times in communities, especially communities of color, there could be a lot of stigma around mental health in particular, and there could be a lot of stigma around, you know, seeking support outside of perhaps your family or your church and going to a therapist. And I'm here to tell you that, you know, counseling is something that having that third party support um, who really can be objective and support where you are in your mental health journey can be a game changer in your life. And so it's not to be ignored. But I want to spend some time today to kind of talk about things that you can actively do, right? You as professional, you as mom, you as dad, you as aunt, you as cousin, you as you, <laughs> things that you can do to actually um, support your mental health. Okay, things you can do to support your mental health. So if you don't have your notebook already, go get it because we're going to go through a couple of areas that I think are really important to share with you today. Um, as we're, yes, we're observing Mental Health Month uh, in the month of Mental Health Awareness Month in the month of May, but also, you know, every day. Mental health awareness is not just awareness for a month or not just awareness for a day or for a week. It's something that should be you know, year in, year out, every single day of your life, you should be mindful of the state of your mental health. So let's talk about it. You guys ready? 
All right, let's do it. So the first thing is that I want you to value yourself. I truly want you to value yourself. You have got to treat yourself with kindness and respect and avoid the limited thinking, which could lead to what? Limiting beliefs. Avoid that self-criticism. A lot of times we put ourselves in an unhealthy mental state because of how we treat ourselves. Not We're not even talking about how others treat us, but how we treat ourselves, right? I want you to make time for having a well-rounded life. And this is where, you know, I talk a lot about work-life harmony and ensuring that your work life and your personal lives are coexisting together and they're integrated together. And I'm not saying that you're doing work while you're at home or you're doing you know, home life stuff while you're at work. When I'm talking about coexisting and integrating, I'm saying that they need to be fluid throughout your life. And you're not just trying to balance and give 50% of your time to work and 50% of your time to life. There needs to be harmony that exists. And in order to do that, you've got to make time for, you know, yes, be on work, or perhaps you're also an entrepreneur, or maybe you're both, right? And you've got multiple streams of income, which that's exciting. That's amazing. Nothing wrong with that. But you also have to make time for hobbies and you have to make time for perhaps some of your favorite projects and broaden your thinking around life, right? It can't just be go, 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 work, 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 business, business, business. There's got to be some other things that you layer in there so that you are um, almost, you know, contributing to your whole self and you're supporting your whole self. Okay. So that's number one. I want you to value yourself and I want you to be kinder to yourself. Be respectful to yourself. Stop beating yourself up every time you slightly miss the mark or, you know, you are not able to, um, maintain a certain level of performance in a particular area within your life. That's an opportunity to learn. It's an opportunity to reset, but let's not do negative criticism of ourselves. Okay. All right. So that's number one, value yourself. Number two, this is a big one, um, especially with, you know, health and wellness and physical fitness being something that is, it's not just for those who are trying to be, uh, you know, ready for the beach <laughs> this summer, right? It's, it's also, um, in general, we need to take care of our bodies. So number two is take care of your body. Taking care of yourself physically, believe it or not, can actually help improve your mental health right? I'm going to say that again. Taking care of yourself physically can actually help improve your overall mental health. So we want to do things like, you know, try to eat well. Eat, And I like to say eat well versus eat healthy because people here eat healthy and they're like, oh, all you want me to eat is fruits and vegetables. No, I want you to have a well-balanced um meal, right? I want you to have a well-balanced diet where you are making sure you're eating vegetables and you're eating fruits and you're getting your proteins and your carbs, right? I'm not a nutritionist by any means, but I do know that we can't just eat junk every single day. You know, if you put junk into your body, you're going to feel crappy um, if that's all you're eating. So I want you to be sure that you're eating well. You're also, you know, drinking plenty of water, Oh my gosh, we have to drink more water. And I'm saying that because I have, I say it to myself all the time. I have to do better with, you know, how much water I consume every single day, but your body needs water. It needs water. And it's not, you know, soda, coffee, tea, Gatorade, pick your favorite drink. It's, you know, all those things can be great, but water is really what your body is craving and what it needs. Um, Then there's exercise. 
You know, I'm not saying that you got to jump on the Peloton or hit the treadmill or go to the gym all the time, but you do want to move, right? Your body needs movement and it helps, believe it or not, um, researchers talk about that exercise actually helps decrease depression and anxiety and it helps improve your moods. Like, Like getting your blood circulating and flowing does something with your overall energy. So think about, you know, how can you increase your movement, increase exercise um, throughout the day? I I know it can be difficult, especially when we have jobs where, you know, we're at our desk all the time and um, we're in meeting after meeting and doing assignment or task after task and managing and directing our teams. There's so many things that are happening um, when you're in your work day, but we've got to find some time to move. And I'll, I'll tell you this, you know, I started this new community, um, which I'm super, super excited about looking to grow it to um, up to a hundred women and working parents by the end of May and ultimately looking to support over 500 uh, members of this community. That's the, that's the short-term goal. And this community is a community of ambitious women and working parents who are ready to win. You're ready to win at work and at home. And it's um, a private Facebook community. You can actually go follow me on Instagram if you're not following me already. If you're not, what are you doing? <laughs> Like, what are you doing if you're not following me there yet? Um, but I want you to go to professional underscore DNA, click the link in my bio. And if if you are an ambitious professional, right? Professional woman, working parent, this community is for you. Um, looking for a place where we are just going to encourage and inspire each other, but also talk about those practical things that are happening in life. And you know, one of those things is health and wellness. So I'm going to have someone come in and, you know, talk about like healthy meals and how you can like create and make really practical, easy meals for your family, um, how we can get physically fit. I'm going to have someone come in and do like a virtual, almost like a little mini boot camp for us um, so that we can work out. Yes, I know. Um, we're also going to talk about things, of course, like career strategy, um, work-life harmony as a whole, um, talk about just kind of the lifestyle and what it means to be a working parent and, and how do you demonstrate that to your kids. Um, so many different things. So if that community interests you, we're just getting started. We're already over 80 people looking to get to 100 by the end of May. And uh, this week, we're going to start doing some really cool live um, events within the community. So just go to my my Instagram. Instagram is professional underscore DNA. Um, click the link in my bio. You can join there or you can search in Facebook in groups. And it's community of ambitious professional women and working parents. And you search that um, and just click to in, uh, get the um, request to uh, be a part of the group. And I'll re- review your uh, request. Remember, my team will review your request and we'll get you in. We'll get you in. There's a few little quick questions at the beginning to be sure you qualify, but I'm sure you will. And we'd love to have you. Okay. But being around um, the right people, being in community is something that also is really, really helpful when it comes to um, maintaining and sustaining good mental health. And so that's a good one to go. Um, We'll go into that one just a bit. That's number three. But I want to finish number two around taking care of your body. Outside of exercise, the last one I want to say around that is sleep. We got to sleep. We got to get enough sleep. You know, researchers believe that the lack of sleep contributes to high rates of depression. 
Um, and there's a lot of studies that talked about that as it relates to college students, but they're actually starting to see high rates of depression in adults, especially those that are um, high achieving, high performance, um, high stress jobs. And they're seeing that that lack of sleep can absolutely contribute to high rates of depression. So I want you to sleep, right? There's no badge of honor for always pulling an all-nighter. They're just not. You need to be getting, you know, I know people recommend, what is it, eight to 10 hours of sleep. Um, I know some of you are like, Tariq, I haven't slept eight hours since, you know, college or maybe before college, you know, baby steps. Let's try to strive for six, then work our way to eight and then so forth. Okay. But you need your sleep. You need your sleep for your overall uh, mental well-being. All right, let's go to number three. I started to allude to this as, a, as I was talking about our new Facebook community, and it's surrounding yourself with good people, surrounding yourself with the right people. People with strong family and social connections, honestly, are generally healthier um, than those that kind of lack their that support network. You guys have heard me talk about having a good ecosystem of support. We had a great uh, episode in season one where we had a guest come on and talk about your ecosystem of support, where you have various different people all throughout your life who are helping you and supporting you, empowering you, coaching you, engaging you, and and helping you really achieve your goals. And so I, I want you to think about that. And you want to surround yourself with positive people, right? So make plans make plans to engage with those that you know are going to have a positive impact in your life. Family members, friends, colleagues, seek out actual activities where you can engage with new people and meet new people um, so that you can actually begin to build that circle, right? And again, everyone is not in your life to support your goals and your visions and your dreams, right? So you, you got to also be mindful about who you're inviting into that circle, if you will. But you can't do this thing called life alone. You just can't. I, I mean, here's the thing. You can, but it's probably going to be a little bit more difficult versus being sure that you're surrounding yourself with the right type of people that are positive, that are going to uh, contribute to um, your overall life and, and well-being and actually, and you're contributing to theirs as well. Because relationships, I truly believe, are two-way street, okay? Two more things, and then we are out of here. But again, this mental health uh, topic is so incredibly important. You know, I can think of times where my mental health was not in a good place. I had allowed myself to um, really get into just a dark space. And it was one of the lowest times within my career because I was not happy. And I felt like I was in a bit of a toxic environment. Um, I experienced depression, anxiety. Um, I was always, um, you know, anxious before going into the office, oftentimes nauseated. I definitely uh, was kind of to myself a bit and lost a lot of my self-confidence. And it just was not a healthy space. And it really impacted not only me, as a professional, but just as an individual and as a mom and as a wife. And it was just not a great place to be in. And so we have to recognize those things are not normal. Let's stop normalizing toxic work environments. Let's stop normalizing toxic relationships. 
And let's be in a position to where we know when something is not okay, it is okay that it's not okay, but then let's put an action around it to get it to a better state so that it is better serving for our own mental and physical health and well-being. Okay. So um, let's share these next two. And this next one, I want you to learn how to deal with stress. First of all, life is not easy and it's never going to be easy. Like no one's gonna no one's gonna flip a switch and say, blink, life is all good now, guys. You know, no stress. We're gonna be a hundred free, hundred percent free stress area. Life is life. This world, the things that are happening in society every single day, you know, we're still in the midst of a pandemic. There are stressors all around you. And so we have to learn how to deal with stress. Like it or not, a stress is it's a part of life. But I want you to identify and practice some good coping skills. What's going to help you get through the tough times? What's going to help you really be able to manage your stress? Is it breathing exercises, right? Um, a lot of folks practice um, stress, stress release exercises like Tai Chi or yoga, um, simple just taking the time to step away and breathe in and breathe out. There's so many things. Um, other things that you could do are, you know, are you taking a walk, um, just getting away? Are you journaling perhaps, you know, what things are you doing? What can you do that's going to make you smile? That's going to go into a bright place in your heart to help you deal with stress. Things that we do that are not healthy is we start to eat or we'll start to, to drink and consume a lot of alcohol. And those things can have a reverse effect, honestly, and be more detrimental to our mental health and physical well-being um, than taking some of these other types of strategies to help really um, boost our current state of mind. You know, research shows that laughter can boost your immune system. It can ease pain. It can relax your body or reduce stress. So perhaps, you know, watch some comedy or I tell, you know, I tell people, honestly, sometimes when I just need a good laugh and need a little bit of a stress reliever, I'll like watch a cartoon. I know that sounds funny, but I will because, um, they make me laugh if you watch the right one. I don't know. Cartoons these days, guys, I don't know about you, but when I was younger, it was USA Networks or USA Express on Saturday morning watching Scooby-Doo and all the things. In this day and age, it is hard to find uh, great cartoons. These kids watch the craziest things, but I've, every often I will watch one and it just makes you laugh and laughter is good for the soul and it's really good and 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 again researchers are saying laughter can help boost other things like your immune system and you know help you relax help you reduce stress help you relieve pain so think about that but you've got to find the way that you can deal with stress in a healthy and sustainable way okay last thing that i want to share with you around mental health um, and things that you can do to help support your own mental health is I want you to set realistic goals. You may say, wait a minute, Tarika, it is May. I have already set my goals for the year. What do you mean by that? I want you to set realistic goals. Even if that means going back to the goals that you set for 2022 and doing an assessment, which we're about mid-year and we're actually... Um, in a few episodes, we're going to be talking about, you know, mid-year check-in uh, because we would have all almost completed six months of the year. Ah, that's insane, right? So, but I want to um, encourage you to set those realistic goals. Decide what you want to achieve, right? Professionally, personally, and write it down 
and then go back to those goals that you've already set. If you already have some written down and make sure that they still align with the things that you want to achieve professionally and personally, right? And then I want you to make sure that they are still realistic, right? They're realistic from a time perspective and energy perspective and resources that you're not going to stress yourself out by trying to achieve goals that you don't currently have the capacity to achieve. If that makes sense? I'm not saying that you can't do it. I'm saying, do you have the current capacity in the time frame that you have set to actually get those goals done? Okay, you will actually enjoy pursuing your goals way more and have a great sense of accomplishment um, and a sense of just self-worth and, you know, helping yourself to really feel like you're taking your life to the next level if you set goals that you can actually achieve. And that's a part of the SMART goal approach, right? Yes, they are specific and they're measurable, but they are also achievable. They're attainable. And when you're setting those goals, we have to think about that on the front end, right? And then how does that connect to them being relatable to where you are in your life right now, the season that you're in, and then the time that you set for yourself to actually get it done? I want you to set goals, but I want you to set goals that you can actually achieve and attain because you have the capacity to do so. And that's both, you know, from a skills perspective, right, that you have it, but also from a mental perspective, that you have the right mindset in order to pursue the goals that you so desire to achieve for your life. Guys, mental health is so very important. And the last thing that I'll leave with you on this is that even after you heard all this today, if you're still not feeling right, right, you are sleeping way more or way less. You are eating way more or way less. You know, you are feeling more and more tired, um, or perhaps you, um, are, you have an abundance of energy and it's kind of like bouncing all over the wall and you can't focus. Like all of these types of things, if they've happened abruptly and it's stark change from where you are or where you were, then you need to really take a step back and see where are you right now mentally? And are there some things that you can do to improve your mental health? And if you can't figure it out yourself, please understand that seeking help is a sign of strength. Seeking health is a sign of strength, not weakness. If you are not okay, it is okay to not be okay, but let's take action on that. If you've exhausted doing some things yourself and you feel like you're still not quite there, then I want you to seek out help. I want you to seek support. It's important to remember that, you know, there are, there are treatments and there are medications and there are all types of therapies that can help with various different mental disorders, mental health disorders. And sometimes we may have a disorder and guess what? That's okay. That's okay. But, and there are people out there who can help you and support you, but you have to take that first step and that action and seeking the help. And I'm telling you right now, that's a big sign of strength. Okay. So happy mental health awareness month. Um, please know that the mind is such an incredible tool and the body follows the mind. And so I want you to be sure that you are taking care of, yes, your physical health, but also your mental health and mental well-being, right? I want you to be um, careful to take care of the whole self, okay? 
And I know you can do it. I know you can do it. Again, if that community sounds interesting to you, I'd love for you to join. It's a community of ambitious professional women and working parents. It is a private Facebook group. Love for you to jump into that um, great community that we're building. Jump in. Once you get accepted, go to the pinned welcome post and introduce yourself. There's already some great introductions there um, that I'd love for you to also introduce yourself so we can get to know you and you can get the benefits of this group as well. You guys know how I feel about you. You have everything, absolutely everything inside of you to be your best and unique self. What is that? (laughs) You know, your professional DNA, your defined natural abilities to succeed, your defined natural ability to, quite frankly, kick butt professionally. And I know that you can do it. I know that you can do it. Have a wonderful, wonderful week. And until next time, bye.